0: Hello, hello, hello! Welcome back to the Pursuit of Purpose and again. And here is this week is Kevin and Nelson uh, bringing you the podcast for the week. And we're still missing our boys. I, th- I
1: think we should probably just change the name just to the Nelson Kevin podcast
0: gotta I gotta come first on that one yeah that's bolts uh, you're I mean you're the host essentially ah, that's a rough rough gig
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've I proposed that you quit your job and just uh do this full-time
0: I'm still waiting for the numbers on the contract um, <laughs> as soon as you guys get those over to me I will uh, send them to my accountant I, I see can if tell you balances out you. I can tell you what it, oh I'm sure you can it's, it's it's a, a lot sp- of faith. It's a lot of faith. It's a leap of faith. <laughs> that is for sure. Um, I can tell
1: you this. I can tell you this. Uh, if you decide to do it, you'll be highly motivated to see this thing really explode. Very, very explode, <laughs> I mean, explode. Exponentially. Yes, I yeah. think
0: it may consume your life. I might become a thorn in your side. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. sure. Uh, uh, as normal, we'll start out with a little bit of news. I do have to retract from last week. Evidently the derby winner that we were talking about got in a little bit of trouble on a drug screening after the race. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, so
1: that's I know you said uh you you were talking about the news and saying I don't I don't have any good news. And so you you talked about that, but I didn't know the specifics of that.
0: Yeah, he got a, some kind of steroid in a system post race and then so the initial is um you know, he's being disqualified and Baffert the trainer is Banned from racing at Churchill Downs anymore, forever. And it's, you were talking about this guy being a pretty significant. He is a significant face in that industry. Uh, now you know how it all is. It's all going to break down. They'll go to you know court and figure things out to see where that came from. Because of course he's saying it's never been administered. Things like that. Um, the horse has still been cleared to run in the next race, which is kind of strange. If but so, I mean, it's it's all in legal hands now. Uh, unfortunately for the second place horse, you could be named the winner, but you still don't get a cash a ticket because the race was already official. I don't understand. So the second place horse will be named the winner. But since the tickets have already been cashed for betting, they can't collect on that. What? Yeah. So imagine the owner, how much money they put on their horse to win. So what happens to this money? It's just, it, it's already done. It's a done deal.
1: I don't know what that means. What do you mean? So like Th- so that horse that they think cheated, mm-hmm. they keep it. Right. They keep the money from winning,
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't know about the purse per se, but all of their bets have already been done. It's done. Done deal.
1: Well, how much do you make off bets from well, as an owner?
0: Obviously depends on how it depends on odds and how much you bet. But I mean if you if you're so, as an owner, you would have had to bet on your own horse. Well, you're, there's a purse there, but you're going to bet on your own horse. That's part of that's part of horse racing is the betting.
1: I am so confused. Well, I don't know why. I don't get any of this.
0: Well, I mean, people bet on horses well, every I, day. I,
1: I understand that. What, I'm, what I don't understand is what you're saying to me is the money that a horse owner gets from any given race is based on... The
0: betting? No, they will get a purse. So that, but
1: that, so that purse will go to the second
0: place. I would assume. I okay. would assume. Okay. But the betting, even if you, even if I had bet on the second place, well, I get us, that. I, I mean, it's done. That. You can't yeah. go
1: back. Yeah. I mean, the money's. I mean, in a lot of cases, probably already
0: spent <laughs> yeah. for some of these guys. <laughs> I but mean, like the day of if, spent. If it's like a bet that I make, it usually gets you maybe, maybe a taco on the way home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't make a whole lot. Right. Then, right. Um. But. You know, another interesting story is, if you want to get a COVID vaccine, there's an interesting place in Romania you can get one now. I'm listening. Dracula's Castle. (laughs) (laughs) And you get a free tour. You know, that's what I
1: feel about all the vaccines in the U.S. too. It's like going to castle. <laughs> <laughs> it's the torture and torment.
0: I mean, you could just go downtown here to the YMCA and get one. Right, could, right. I don't know right. if you can get to Romania without a vaccine, so that is left
1: to hey, be Hey, what cool.
0: is the is the, are there rules out right now on flying? Somebody else said something about flying and I don't in know. the vaccine. I know my friend, he's he's flying down to Texas this week and he has not been vaccinated. So I'm sure he, at this point he don't have to, but uh, Oh, it's coming. It's on the horizon. Yeah. I think we can all feel that one coming. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. So um do you want to follow up on the sermon from Sunday? It was Mother's Day.
1: Yeah, Mother's Day and really we just did a review. Yeah. Uh ultimately we kind of went back over some of the topics that we had that we had talked about um you know just th- this idea of, you know, how we live today is based on what we believe about the future. Um and how, you know, looking back at those early christians who lived through jesus death and then resurrection and and how many people <clears throat> excuse me how many people saw him and touched him and uh spoke with him after his death uh and and the significance of that for us you know yeah. what the resurrection does is it stamps you know a legitimacy seal on you know all the things that Jesus said and did, in Scripture as a whole, and so, and and that'll even coincide with what we talk about today is is the authority of Scripture and and the fact that we can believe it and that it is truth. Um, but then how that plays out in our life, you know, um, you know how how for us, you know, death is not as significant as it was because it isn't the end. That suffering is something that we can embrace because. Um, it, it only makes what we get with heaven better, mm-hmm. and the fact that we get material newness and and I talk about this a lot, and I I love this part of you know what what our life looks like after after the time on earth, and that is we will have material bodies, we will have a material world that we live in, and you know we will have the life that we that we always wanted in every aspect, you know. It would be, that we
0: could it would be hard to imagine that life, right? You know. Yeah.
1: Right. It is because again, there could be a thousand new senses that we never knew because our bodies don't compute them because of the fall and the brokenness of the world mm-hmm. today. You know. And my favorite is flying. I you know, I'm really hoping really... I mean I'm really just I'm I'm thinking <laughs> there there's a strong possibility somehow, some way that maybe we'll be flying in heaven. i would be legit. I
0: mean it'd be nice. Yeah. For sure.
1: I'd love to fly. Just uh, not I mean not in a plane. You ever done like the skydiving thing? Nope. To pretend. That that's
0: falling. I know. Okay, I was yeah. just making sure you knew. Yes. That's I'm not aware. flying, that's falling. Yes. But okay. it gives you the sensation, I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I nope, think, nope, I don't think. Nope. Nope. It's the same. I'm not doing it either. No way. No way. Been too many airplanes, to <laughs> jump out of one, that's for sure. I I mean, I I'm
1: not saying I wouldn't try it. I'm just saying Let's let's define what I'm talking about with flying.
0: Yeah, okay. I feel confident. like you're skewing. I'm pretty confident I'm not going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it, like you're really. It might get you to the. You've just taken away from my you, sermon. It might get you to the in a flying significant part. way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you want me to run it, <laughs> right? And on a more serious note, we'll kind of get into today's topic. Um, um, Are you sure you want to? Yeah, it, I guess. It seems like always the tough topics come when it's just me and you. Yeah. And I think it's, am I too stubborn or ignorant to say no?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I would... The ignorant, I would say maybe yes. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Man, I, this is... So, with this topic, and and I'll say it, just a little cliffhanger here, okay? Just hang on with us. You know, with this topic... We've talked about doing it for so long, and I, I feel just, I feel like our hands are being forced a little bit here. Is that the right, is that the
0: right, like, um, well, almost obligated by just the dialogue of the culture right now. Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, and and a lot of that coincides with the administration mm-hmm. that we have in place right now. Um, whether you like them or not, the thing that we're seeing constantly being pushed is this this LGBTQ plus revolution, mm-hmm. you know, and it's constantly in our faces. Constantly, I was I was listening to just a YouTube one, like the next phase in the Marvel movies, which I know you really get into. Yeah, I'm I'm an avid follower. <laughs>
0: You will be Eventually If there is one If I quit my job And start doing this every day I will be
1: Uh, Which I suggested Yeah so He was talking about The next phase And they were talking about One of the shows coming out And how It's going to have The first Homosexual couple In In a Marvel In a Marvel movie And then he says It's about time that's that's the that's that's in everything. You know, in everything. I mean I think, you watch any show, you watch any movie. Commercial. Commercial, whatever it's it's whether whether it outright shows this act or it implies mm-hmm. it, like it's there.
0: I think I think there's been some uh push in the Disney franchises as yeah. well to do that. Yeah. For sure.
1: Well and and again, and I think I mean let's be very let's be very clear about this, okay? We are talking about Statistically, a half percent of the population
0: mm-hmm. in in the in the trans part of that correct? That's is that the homosexual part or? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I would, M- maybe maybe fact check that. Yeah, I, w- I would feel it. Like, I f- I would feel like just uh, that would be more leaning towards the the trans part. Um, but I will do a quick Google here.
1: You know. It, regardless we're talking about a small a small percentage of the population but yet this issue um in so many ways has become like a lightning rod you know in in culture a lightning rod in you know the things that we do you know talking about marriage and and legalizing you know this and and all the all the things that that go with that, and and then even how we speak, and it's changing the language that we use and in our culture, and what you can say and what you can't say.
0: And yeah, it, just a quick Google search is kind of all over the place, but it's looking at four or five percent. Okay, kind of what it's kind of shown up as. So it's, then the half percent is the that's what it, it's kind of what I'm getting out of it. Is the uh, the tr- the transgender the transgender movement? movement. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, but I mean they're all linked. They're they they are all linked. I mean, you can't. Again, I mean, even the LGBTQ plus, mm-hmm. you know, movement. Like it's, you know, they've they've put all these together, and so, um, but, you know, and and it is it is a a desire for a change in how every single person alive views sexuality mm-hmm. is what is required, uh, and I think. I think for us, you know, the thing that we have to ask is like, okay, what do we do with this? Yeah. What's okay and what's not?
0: How do we respond to How it? How do
1: we respond? You know, and, you know, what, what does the Bible say? And if the Bible says this, then can I trust it? Should I hold to it? What does that mean for, you know, my relationships with people who... um Who would say they are one of these, uh, you know, or identify in this way. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's what this conversation has to be. And, and, and I think we can only talk about, you know, parts of this. And I think it's an ongoing discussion. You know, I, here's what I'd say. Like I would, I would even challenge like those who are listening, like, you know, like respond and, give us, you know, you know, I don't want to start something on, on, you know, Facebook that's, you know, where we're going to have like this comment war, but like, you know, what are, you know, what are things about this that you would like to hear or what are things about this that, that, you know, maybe you want clarified and I would just, you know, respond in the comments, respond to one of us, you know, and in, in our in our messenger feed, whatever.
0: Because as we as we discussed before this, we started we were discussing the um, complexity of these issues that in a forty five minute podcast um, we're not going to be able to encapsulate all of it. No way. So and there, we won't even, we can't even begin to.
1: No. And and again, you know, not having Nate and Cody here is a big deal too, um, because you know that just not not being able to kind of get you know. Perspective from you know, for one, high school. You mm-hmm. know, with Nate sure, yeah, working in the schools, and I'm sure, and this is this is a discussion you and I had. Like, I, I I truly believe you could probably poll, you know, high school kids today, and the vast majority would say that homosexuality, you know, the transgender, the LGBTQ plus revolution is a good thing and acceptable mm-hmm. and biblically okay uh, I, I mean i just think you could i think even i, I think you would be s- shocked at you know some of the people that maybe you you wouldn't think would would agree with it w-
0: that that would mm-hmm. i really do and nate would be a great resource and cody and in, in the community because yeah. he's you know definitely more involved than i get to be uh, in his community, you know, with be, being out there every day and talking to people, and do you remember when uh, Phil Robertson uh, Duck Dynasty mm-hmm. had his comments? How long
1: ago was that? It had been a couple of years ago, wasn't it? He did the um, GQ, mm-hmm. and it was interview. about
0: uh, was it about uh, marriage? Yeah, and then they shut him down in a hurry, didn't they? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, again, I. You know, here's here here's a, a person who I mean, he was he's very crass in the way that he speaks, and and so like you know, I can understand you know that an issue that's already like I like I've already described it, a lightning rod issue, then being blown out of proportion like even further because of the way he
0: says things and he's not afraid to say them. Yeah, you know? and and what he bases his beliefs on. Yeah. Without, without conviction, without—I mean, without any hesitation—and
1: so I just—I I mean, I, I think when you're when when you're looking at Scripture, and you say, "Okay, like what is what does the Bible say about this issue?" It's very clear. It is wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, God created order. He created it in a certain way um, to exist in a certain way, and when it's when it exists outside of that that order that he's created, um, it is it is wrong. And so, homosexuality is wrong, same-sex marriage is wrong, um, you know, when you're talking about the transgender and I identify with this and the they-them pronouns and, you know, all these things. The Bible is very clear. Leviticus, uh, Leviticus chapter 18, verse 22, if you want to reference it. Um is, is one that talks about this um, we have others in the New Testament uh, that, that deal with this did I write them down yes I did in Romans 1 it talks about homosexuality being wrong in First Corinthians 6 it talks about homosexuality being wrong in First Timothy 1 it talks about homosexuality being wrong and so in, in all of these in all of these passages it's very clear from scripture that this this is this is wrong mm-hmm. it's wrong um now again <laughs> this is the other side of that and you know speak out the other side of my mouth. I think the issue becomes more complicated than when I'm talking to someone who may practice these things or believes these things are okay in a one-on-one conversation. That I you know I'm I'm I may not come out and say boom, you know, this is wrong. That's yeah. it. End of discussion. You know, it it may be much more nuanced than that.
0: Well, I mean, wouldn't you feel that like that somebody in that, you know, that is practicing that or living that lifestyle might have some like stress and fear already there. And so you don't want to pass judgment and they don't need more judgment. Right. They probably already, if they're coming to you to talk to about it, they probably already judged, you know, put a judgment on themselves and have had that. You know, so to add to that and to look down, I think would be detrimental to your conversation and, you know, and, uh, the dialogue that you can have with them.
1: Right. And so, and then this is what I'm talking about. So like most, most of the conversations that we're seeing take place are in general, General. not personal, right. You know, we're not dealing with one-on-one things like we're dealing with, we're dealing with generalities, you know, in the sense of, okay, like what is right and what is wrong. And, and it's very hard to get out of that. There's a there's a clip on YouTube with Joel Olstein mm-hmm. doing a roundtable. Uh, let me see if I can if I still have that. I I went back and listened to it again. It was a roundtable about um about homose- same sex marriage, marriage and homosexuality, and and essentially he's sitting there and they're going around they're discussing you know these issues. And these people are trying to nail him down about this. Um, oh shoot, let me pause it here so it doesn't take off. Okay, so this is this is what it, it, it's September twentieth, two thousand twelve. So it's a long time ago. Long ago, Joel Olstein asked about homosexuality and starting point uh, on starting point CNN. So he's on CNN. Already very
0: liberal, you know, <laughs> yeah. media outlet. He, he knew he was. He had to be prepared. I mean,
1: sure. like, so they they go after him, and he does everything in his power to avoid outright saying this is wrong. Even he's like, so I believe from what I see in scripture. It is wrong, but I don't talk about this in my church. Like, that's the type, this is this mm-hmm. is his type of mentality of, of trying to deal with it. And I try to deal with encouraging people. And they're like, well, what about all the thousands of people? You've got 45,000 people that go to your church. What about all the thousands of people that, you know, identify as homosexual or blah, blah, blah? And he's like, well, I really don't, you know, I don't really talk about those issues in my church. You know, I'm forced to when I come on here because, you know, you guys are going to ask me this question. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I, I try to stay in my lane and I try to be an encourager and blah, 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 blah. Again... Just doing everything in his power to avoid, like, really getting down to brass tacks and saying, This is what I believe, mm-hmm. and this is why. And I think it comes down to, like, okay, your views on the authority of Scripture. Do you believe that the Bible is, a, is from God? Do you believe that it is infallible? Do you believe that it is correct? Do you believe that we can trust it? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit inspired it? Do you believe, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, and if you believe that, then you have to hold to. You have to stand firm in that, in that conviction that the the word is the truth. Yes, right, and that these issues are that are spoken of in the word, however little or big. Uh, maybe that's not the right way to say it. How how small how how much if they're only giving a, given a few verses or they're given you know paragraphs you know. Mm-hmm. It, you know it doesn't matter we, we've got to hold of them and then you know all, all the things that that, that that play off there and what that looks like. I mean there's a there's a there's a hundred ways to go about this you know from from a you know a dialogue and dealing with this but I, you know I think you got, I think the the best way to start the conversation is to understand you know the parameters we need to put around it to understand hey like there's there's ways that we're going to talk about this issue on a podcast that are not going to be the same as the ways that I would talk about with this, with somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, one-on-one point in case. I've used this in a sermon illustration. Um, We do a, a Kairos ministry where we go into um, a prison setting and we put on a, um, a church, a parachurch, like, group puts on a that we involve are involved with put on a like a a weekend of really presenting the gospel in in a compelling way to you know a person who maybe has never experienced that in in their life at all and you know homosexuality is everywhere and 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 so you know it's 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 there and in, in some very flamboyant people you know mm-hmm. that that embrace that in that setting um and i had one of those individuals who sat at my table and you know i i'm i'm a blue collar you know white kid from a small town in a farming community where that's not something that we're exposed to and and if that lifestyle is even if it's embraced like it's not you know it's not real showy, you know, because it, it's not you know, if I go you talked about going to Seattle and it's everywhere. You showed up a picture of me of like even back in two thousand what was it?
0: I think it was seventeen.
1: Two thousand seventeen, like they already had like the transgender bathrooms. Bathrooms. Whichever. What whichever. That's what it said. It had a half boy, half girl and it says whichever. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. again, with that I mean we don't we don't see anything like that. Yeah. You know? The, the issues of which bathroom you use is bigger for us right because we don't i mean we don't we don't have an answer for that right now um so you know sitting there like you know i had preconceived notions of what i expected you know and they were judgmental i'm mean, i'm not going to i'm not going to lie you know what i'm saying they were judgmental and and but sitting down with this person and beginning a relationship with this person having discussions with this person you know you know this this is a good kid you know who has gone through a lot of really difficult things in his life you know and so he talked about you know his his homosexuality and and the unacceptance of that from from so many people and and all these things and he and he asked me to weigh in on this from a you know knowing that i'm a I'm a minister he asked me to weigh in on this like what do you think and this is what I told him essentially I said, I'm not going to deal with that I said essentially like your issue goes deeper than this your issue is you don't know who Jesus is and until you know Jesus until there's a relationship there we can't talk about any of this other stuff because it doesn't matter it's just going to turn you away from it yeah cuz yeah. cuz we're talking about something that you don't even hold to as truth and so until you hold to this to this truth that is that Jesus Christ is the son of God, that he came to provide a way for you to have a relationship with God and that he's died and rose again. And because of that, like you can be God, God's child until you embrace that fully. This whole issue of like, is homosexuality a sin? Well, who cares? Yeah. You know, at that point, who cares? Like, the Holy Spirit will come and deal with that, but, like, until this other piece that's way more important is dealt with, then that that part has no bearing mm-hmm. on, on any conversation that we'd have that would be healthy for you, or me, or anyone. You know, it's not the first issue. It's, it's an issue. It's a sin issue, okay? But it's not the main issue. The main issue is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so again, you see how that conversation is much different than the one of the generalities that we speak yeah. of. You know, when when we're dealing with this, like, and and I think that's that's the thing that we have to consider. I mean, we really have to to, to consider that that we're not having conversations like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The conversations we're having are with people with 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 computer screens. Yeah, or like minded people. Yeah, yeah. the The conversations that that we're having are, you know, we're seeing someone's rant on on CNN or Fox or we're seeing, you know, a article, excuse me, written by someone who we disagree with or we agree with. And then there's no discussion. It's, it's okay. Like, now what do you do with that? And then, okay, well, maybe there is discussion. There's comments. But again, who are you commenting with? People that you don't know. People that you've, you've, you've set up as a thing rather than a human being. Uh, I've recommended a book to you uh, recently um, on killing. Mm -hmm. Have you, have you gotten very far into it?
0: I'm probably about a third of the way through it for sure.
1: So one of the things that, that he talks about in that book is the different means of killing someone. He talks about how firing a missile from a ship, you know, maybe hundreds of miles away easy just to push a button or know. artillery right yeah artillery <clears throat> push a button and boom it it shoots and like you just keep shooting like yeah I mean you don't see the effects mm-hmm. that are caused by this it, it's not as easy but it's still pretty easy to lob a grenade or you know you know some kind of projectile you know fire it and and it takes out a a big swath you're not seeing faces you're not seeing eyeballs you're not seeing that these are actually human beings that you're affecting with this, and so it, you can even do that. It's easier than hand-to-hand combat, but it's but long-range shooting, you know, at someone is is l- l- not as easy. But he just talks each increment of getting closer and closer and closer to this point where you have hand-to-hand combat becomes harder for you to disassociate that person. From being a person, being a human, yes, being yeah. a human being, right. No matter who what, breathes yeah. and who thinks, who has family, yeah. You know, and that's why they say, "Hey, listen, if someone's going to about to do something to you, like start talking about your per, yourself, start mm-hmm. talking about your family, start talking about your kids, start make yourself real, a, a real person, and not just this thing that they want to do something to, you know. And when you, the more you do that, the harder it is for that person to act on that." Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of who they are and I, and i think it's it's the same thing here like when you're talking about this in general it's easy just to to kind of heap these vindictive or these terrible things on them but when you have a conversation with someone that you care about someone that you that you develop a relationship with well the conversation changes I, i've been highly criticized uh you know from 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 people even in this church about my unwillingness to outright, you know, like condemn homosexuality. But it's not because I don't believe that it's wrong. It's just that, you know, I'm trying to calibrate even how I deal with people in the congregation of, hey, there are very liberal people here who need to probably I need to be harder on them about, hey, listen. Like like you need to either hold to the truth of the word of God or you don't. Like but like don't be wishy-washy about this because if you're wishy-washy about this it's a very slippery slope to get mm-hmm. to a place where the authority of scripture is meaningless to you the other side of that is you have very conservative people very legalistic people in this church that want to write anyone who has the title homosexual over their head like it's automatically like you know a devil who's going to hell you know that and and that's a completely wrong stance as well there is a there is a fine line of how to walk this issue but it's not, it's not, we can't base it on those generalities. Like, we have to base it on a relational standpoint where you navigate this relationship in such a way to bring about, you know, hopefully a transformation to to a committed life as a Jesus follower.
0: And in that, you know, in that relationship, an opportunity for you to honor God and to bring that to them and to show them that, the, like, the love of Jesus and and, you know, what it's really about and not... And it's you know, um, you know, like certainly not judgmental on our part. You know, I mean, sin, sin, you know, and to put a degree on it or to to classify one as worse than the other is, a, you know, another slippery slope. And that was another yeah.
1: thing Joe Olstein did. He's like, hey, listen, like, when they said, well, you're saying this lifestyle is a sin. Now, here's here's the distinction that they made. You know, and he would he his comment was, well, so is pride, so is lying. These are all sins, and so they're saying, oh, I'm saying you're you're saying we're all sinners, yes, we're all sinners mm-hmm. and they're saying, but and this is the this is the distinction they made. you're saying though that someone who feels they are this way is a sinner, they can't choose that for themselves. that was the distinction okay, they can't choose to be to be gay or not be gay Here's a slippery slope there though and this is going to sound really crass. So, I just, you know, this is a this is a warning shot here, okay? <laughs> like this is probably going to sound really 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 harsh. And but but here's the, here's the comparison you have to make there. Okay, if you're going to take that line of of thinking, say someone uh decides that pedophilia is I feel like this is okay and so I want to do this thing cuz it's feels right I, I was I had this desire I don't I don't necessarily want this desire but I have this desire you know God made me this way so why can't I indulge mm-hmm. now again that's very crass
0: I mean there's been discussion about that I know I've heard some about that where it's like I mean and then you know when when the same-sex marriage came out it was kind of like if, if we're going to break down that marriage is between from the the you know the the idea that it's just man and woman and then it becomes kind of n- negated and then it becomes to what does it mean you can marry literally anything and but yeah that's that's so they they're born that way they feel that way god made me this way so why can't i like, exactly right yeah
1: i mean you know but the reality is this and and i've said this so many times in in so many different sermons Um, you know, if we had a God who just agreed with us in everything that we wanted or did or thought was right, he's no God at all. Mm -hmm. We are the God in that case. You know, the only way he is truly God is if, if there is a coming up against him that we either conform or we turn our back on him like and so that's the that's the thing that we have to understand is yes i i'm not taking away from the fact that there are people who have this desire i'm i'm not even going to sit here and say to you that having that desire is is wrong in and of itself i don't i don't believe jesus condemns you know a a desire towards something what what jesus condemns is allowing something to to come into our minds and our hearts and then you know some it it becomes something that we that we allow ourselves to get like like it to build up inside of us allow it to like we start thinking about it we start playing scenarios out we start you know just just allowing our minds to run down this rabbit hole that becomes sin and then the act of it becomes sin and so I you know I think there's a distinction to be made there. I I I do believe there are people who have these de- these desires. And I do believe like that there are people that have these desires that you know that it's more um encompassing in their life than 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 other things. I think we all and I've said this a lot too is I think we all have that thing. And for some people, that thing is a homosexual homosexual desire. For some people, that thing is, you know, to be a woman instead of a man, which you were created, you know, as you were created, and and so then it becomes okay. Well, do I resist that because this is how he made me, or do I allow it to to become my identity? And, and I think if it, if anything becomes your identity other than. Your relationship with Jesus Christ as His child, well then, there's there's the problem right there. Yeah, yeah.
0: essentially, you're breaking down that relationship and building a wall between you and God. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It is. I mean, it's and it's and it's a subject that we've been going through. I mean, we've talked about multiple times, like he said that, um, it's just prevalent in the media today, and it, you cannot get away from it. You can't discuss other things it seems like it's almost a daily subject that you hear about yeah you know the
1: the big one uh that's happening right now um is the the stuff going on in germany i haven't I haven't heard of that one so um the german catholic church uh they are blessing same sex marriage wow so they're Marrying same sex sex uh, couples couples mm-hmm. and and they are they are blessing it. Um, so Benedict in Munich uh, is one of four in Bavaria set to defy the Vatican and bless same sex marriage relationships. Um, and and so they had this big thing come out like, is this okay? And you know. Um, is it Pope Francis? Is that who? You know, I feel like that sounds right. I feel like you should like be doing a better job of uh, fact-checking these things. And if look, this is going to become your full-time job... I'll be better.
0: <laughs> I'll do better. As it stands, you get
1: what you pay for. Okay. <laughs> um, I think it is. I think it's Pope Francis. Fact-check me. But... Um. The, so that, again, this, he has been, the Pope has been very... Yes, Pope Francis. Pope Francis, okay. Yes. The Pope has been very liberal in his push. Progressive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We want to call it pro- oh, progressive. Oh, Yeah. Okay. And so... He's he's maybe alluded to some thoughts on this, but he hasn't really came out. Well, he came out and said, no, hey, listen, this is wrong. We're not going to support this with his name on it, signed and sealed from the Vatican, from the Pope. Now, again, like from a Catholic standpoint, that's a big deal. Why? Well, if one of our Christian leaders came out and said it, it would be like, okay, great, glad. But like for a Catholic, they have they have multiple forms of you know where they get like authority of what they do one is the pope a pope is a part of the authority the bible pope you know, those are those are two and then church history like they pull from history, historical precedent you know from the from the church as a whole um and so if he would have came out and said no, I think it's okay. Like th- that, th- I mean, he could create a shift in the Catholic Church, like sure, a shift yeah. that that would be considered, like, you know, the same authority as as the Word of God. Now, again, I, that what how that's different than for you and I is, I say this: if the Bible doesn't say it, we don't do it. Period you know so i'm not when i when i make these claims i'm not standing on my own authority i'm not mm-hmm. standing on the authority of any any person i'm standing on the authority of the bible alone period you know and if if we don't do that i think that's when you get into big trouble um, yeah now there are a lot of debates out there though i mean of what well what do you believe the bible says about this and there's a lot of people that feel like they can make a case that the bible is okay with it jesus doesn't mention mention homosexuality yeah. specifically so you know, if Jesus doesn't say it, then, you know, do we take the Old Testament? You know, do we take Paul's, to Paul's words, you know?
0: Yeah, it was interesting kind of doing some, like, be, you know, pre-research for this. Um, and to see that, like, to read some of those articles where it takes the same scripture that that I believe and that I read and uses it and interprets it in a different way. and Do
1: you have a, a specific...
0: It was early this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a specific um but it was but but it went down that path where you know it was you know specified in the Old Testament and then in the New Testament, it's you know not clearly from Jesus saying that this is you know um you know did it bring up any of the diet um laws is it it was talking from the Old Testament, yeah, and all that yeah. 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 Kind of some of those ideas where it's like all the, the, the general, the rules that the, they were obligated to follow, to be in relationship with God. And then, um, and that was one of them is, you know, homosexuality was not allowed. And then those kind of getting, um, negated in the new Testament with, you know, Jesus Christ and his resurrection.
1: Uh, that, that's the, that so that's the big way that this is handled. It's, It's this idea that, okay, you know, if you go back to that Leviticus passage that I read or that I that I referenced, it it says, you know, no man can lay with another man, condemning homosexuality. But then right next to it, it talks about, it talks about um, eating, or well, if you go back to like Leviticus chapter eleven, you're not allowed to eat shellfish, Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, any shellfish or anything like that, and so. Okay, well, what do you do with that? Yeah, pork and wasn't pork one of them too? Pork's or one yeah. of them. Yeah, yes,
0: that was the exact argument that I was reading about this morning. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah, so so again, it's saying okay, if you have these sex laws, sexuality laws, then essentially you can't you can't say well this is wrong, but it's okay to eat shell, shellfish now, um, and 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 so that's kind of the you know that's kind of the 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 basis that they set for that, and but again, this is faulty. You know, Jesus in Mark seven, if you want to reference this, okay, Jesus in Mark seven does away with the dietary laws, but Jesus reestablishes like this the laws on sexuality, uh, and the New Testament clearly defines you know laws on sexuality and so so again what what you're seeing is okay in the new testament the shift of these dietary laws to not being a part of you know a law that is contrary to what god allows while these sexuality laws are are upheld, upheld. essentially right. is what we see is the shift, and, and and so again, this is this is the part of it that we can't get into because this just goes on and on and on and on, but I think, I think the thing that we need to understand is, yes, there are people who are trying to speak around these things, but the way that they're trying to do it is, first and foremost, they want to get rid of the authority of the Old Testament because if they can prove to you that the diet laws, you know, that, that are there, that we're not practicing anymore, uh, we say, that's okay, well, if we say, that's okay, why can't we change this other thing? Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the, that's the argument, you know? And so like, but that's not okay, it doesn't work. It doesn't hold up, you know? And then the other thing they'll say is, well, okay, if Jesus doesn't say it, that it's wrong. Even if the, uh, even other parts in the New Testament, again, you're, you're, you're adding, you're adding authority to Jesus' words, red letter Bible, the red, the red letters in your Bible, like you're, you're adding Jesus. Like if, if Jesus says it, then it's okay. If Jesus doesn't say it, then it's not you know that's that's kind of the idea when when you when you promote that again what are we doing we're we're questioning the authority of scripture we're questioning the authority of the word of god we're questioning the inspired yeah, yeah if this is truly inspired if this is truly relevant if this is truly something that we should hold to in our lives and and when you begin to erode the foundation again if you if you if you back off any of those Essentially, you're leading. You're giving. You're giving way to cracks that are gonna that are gonna erode your entire foundation for the way that you live
0: and how you live as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus. And then you know, like, and that kind of brings me back to uh, one of the scriptures, um, like Ephesians six: uh, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of the righteousness. So, like, that erodes that. that I mean, you have to stand. Firm in those convictions, absolutely. That the truth of God, uh, that the Bible is the truth of God, and to erode it breaks away that foundation.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and and so then, you know, this is the basis you come from. This is I, I. always I thought I always thought it would be like really neat to see a a Christian scientist start his scientific research from the point of the bible is absolutely true in everything it says and so if it is true in everything that it says and my science begins there what would it look like yeah you know i just i i've always thought that would be really neat but why i say that is this if if we don't start there with these issues then we've already lost okay and so so here's what i mean when i'm trying to come up with a understanding of what I should do and how I should live it has it has to start with the word of God and then I need to try to find my answer from those things okay so so this is what I mean if I want to work out from that point the first thing that I have to understand when trying to develop an understanding of 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 if the lgbtq plus revolution is okay or not what does the Bible say about it Well, the Bible says that it's wrong. Okay. So then what does the Bible say my response should be? Well, your response should be if it's in the church in any form that is um, giving leadership, then it's it's a it's a huge problem okay mm-hmm. and so anytime you see people in the church that's saying okay now we have like with the Methodist Church right now you know homosexuality homosexual preach pastors and homosexual bishops and, and all these things that you're seeing that according to scripture is like wrong 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 okay yeah. in 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 our culture, people are going to sin, and if God is not their God, well, then, I mean, God is going to give them up to those things. And so to see it in, in 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 our secular world, okay, like, it's not, I accept this thing, but it's, I mean, what are you going to do about it? Right. You know, you're not going to do anything about it. You know, all you can do is encourage and love. But when you see it in the church in that form, I think it becomes a real problem. Okay, so, so then what do I do if, if somebody walks in the church? Well, what does the Bible say about that? You know, I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with someone who identifies in that way to come to church. And I think, just like we would anybody who, who would walk through the doors of the church, I think we should love them and mm-hmm. encourage them to find Jesus and have a relationship with them. Now, where that becomes a problem, and this is always the case, no matter what the sin is, is when they want to expand that role in the church to some kind of volunteer or leadership position. And I don't think the Bible uh, gives, gives an avenue for that to happen. Um, and if it does, I think, I think there needs to be, I think that's where we need to rise up and and speak out against these things. That's, that's what, that's what I see. We're, we're being forced to have these conversations because this is being jammed down our throat whether, whether we want to or not. Now, do I think that's wrong? Uh, I don't think it's wrong that we're, that we're having these conversations that we're having to deal with this stuff do I think it's wrong that the media has an agenda that it's trying to brainwash us into thinking a certain way? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like the, I mean, I've lost all confidence in the media in a lot of ways, you know, because, um, because I feel like, you know, there is an agenda out there that if you don't go along with it, you will be canceled, you know, you will be shunned, you know, you will be excluded. And so, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's becoming a really ugly thing i i heard a quote even this week um i can't remember the name of the guy it, it's a, a glover somebody glover but he was saying that that uh uh a lot of stuff's getting really boring because uh from a medias from a uh entertainment standpoint because everybody's too afraid to say anything
0: yeah, I did. I, I saw did you that, see too. that. Yeah, yeah. He said, like, I mean, comedians yes. in general, like, yeah. I mean, like they cannot make a joke, right? Because people are too easily offended. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. I did see a little blurb but, about but that. Yeah,
1: that's everywhere with everything, mm-hmm. you know. And so anybody who says anything that is counter to this, that's why, it's why they hated Trump, right?
0: Because like. He, he didn't care. It. <laughs> he just said it. He yeah. said whatever. And I mean, take well, I mean, it or that's, leave it. That's, that's why they don't like Phil Robertson. Yes, he's going to say it. Yeah, and he's going to. He believes what he believes, and he will not be swayed. Right. Right.
1: So, I, you know, again, the, I think these are the ways that we have to think about it, and so many more. You know, um, but I think it when when we approach it again, from the firm foundation of Scripture, and then we work out from there, um, you know, really, it, it it helps us to have these conversations in a way that is is good. You know, I'm not going to get on any chat and have a conversation with no. somebody. There, There's n- nothing good will come from mm-hmm. that, except for you're just going to take a bunch of people off. Yeah. Or you're going to have a bunch of people that... You know, agree with you that are gonna start talking crap, right? Like right. that's what that looks like. I, I, I just, but I, but I do think too, like, l- like let's 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 open our eyes to the fact that young people in our culture, what they think about this is absolutely being shaped. And if you think the media doesn't know that, if you think the media isn't isn't hip to that, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that they know that, that, that there is a form of brainwashing going on about, you know, to how kids should view these issues. You're an idiot. I mean, really. Um, and if you don't have, you know, a, a good biblical view that you are passing down to your children, then you're leaving them open to, to, to be formed to by, by those things. Yeah. You have to be influenced yeah. by those things, you know. And so, uh, again, you know, I, you know, my challenge is: Hey, listen, like, understand who you can influence, and understand how you're influencing them, and understand, you know, try to try to have your finger on the pulse of these things, you know. Don't be don't be a bigot you know don't be don't be an idiot yeah. in how you how you express this like know your know your audience okay like know who you're speaking to you know if 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 you're in a very conservative setting then challenge people to love you know if you're in a very liberal setting then challenge people to understand like the authority of scripture is really significant it's really important you know if if these people are christians right i mean these are the things you're trying to do and so i'd say like young people will fit that Regardless of, you know, they'll fit that liberal side because that's you know, they're they're seeing these things in a way that you and I never did growing up in mm-hmm. high school. You know, I, I never saw this, you know? No. Yeah. But I know there are openly gay people, you know, in our schools, even in a small town like this yes. who are living that who they look at and say, Well, this is my friend and I love this person and I care about this person and this person you know was made this way they they have a they they identify this way they feel this way and so how, why you know what right do i have to take that away from them you know and and so they they're seeing it from a personal side that's that's making a real like impact on their life and it's shaping how the the decisions they're making and everything that they're hearing you know on youtube you know on facebook you know in the media like in the newsrooms and all these things, says this is okay. And why wouldn't it be okay? Shouldn't we all be able to do the things that make us feel good? It's hard to say no to that, unless you're a follower of
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah, unless it goes against God.
1: Right. Right. But but again, you know, they're hearing all the arguments that people are making, even within the church, that are saying, well, does it really go against God? You know? and 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 they have really good arguments for that. You know, and so again, I think these are discussions that we have to have. They're things we can't ignore. They're things we can't just expect our kids to grow up thinking, you know, because just because you make a comment, you know, around the dinner table doesn't mean that your kids agree with you. <laughs> it just <laughs> means that they may not be willing to talk to you about right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I think these are things that we have to have. We have to have a a, a clear understanding on.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a heavy subject. It's a big subject. It's a relevant subject for the day as it has been for years and years, but just not as prevalent and as in in, in front of our face as it is uh, these days. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good subject to discuss, uh, especially with um, people just so you can build your foundation of what you actually believe instead of just having an a initial gut reaction to what, you know, um, whoever you listen to, or watch and and just jump on their bandwagon. It's important for you to know where your foundation comes from um and to learn how to respond to these conversations that you'll inevitably encounter in your life.
1: He Hebrews 10:19 says this, therefore brothers Since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. You know, the world is looking for something to bring fulfillment to their life something that will give them a peace that passes understanding, that will give them joy, that will give them satisfaction, that will give them purpose. And it's constantly pushing to find these things in its freedom, but that is not (laughs) where they're going to find it. Right. Only in Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, and... Even if you identify in these different ways, like, I know, like, the only way you're going to find what you're really looking for is, it's not in this lifestyle, it's not in this being able to do what you want, it's going, you're going to find it in discipline, you're going to find it in, in, in submitting yourself to the authority of God and allowing Him to reign, only in that are you truly going to find what you're looking for in this world, because it's the only hope that we have. And 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 until people begin to recognize that, we're going to continue to talk about issues that really are not the main thing. The mm-hmm. main thing is Jesus. The main thing is is He the Lord of your life? The main thing is have you made Him your Savior? And if you hadn't haven't, then we're talking about the wrong issue. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, brother. But another good week. Maybe Nate and Cody will come back at some point. That would be nice. And maybe we should get a vote in the comments. Do you want them to come back? If not, we could probably make arrangements to to ax them.
0: Well, I mean, wouldn't be that hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just remove the mics. <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm
1: going to be voting for axing them. I don't know. I like Nate's pretty good at this job. The only reason you say that is because you don't want to do it. That is correct. (laughs) That is correct. All right. Thanks for joining us. Let's close in a word of prayer. Yeah.
0: And then uh, we'll get out of here. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this ability, this technology that we're able to reach out. And we're able to have these conversations and maybe uh, just help expand somebody's knowledge or, or thought process on this. And Lord, just be with them. And just help them to open their minds, and help them to be uh, relevant and have a firm foundation in uh, which they rely on. Uh, please bless us the rest of this week, and just help to keep us safe. Have anyone pray? Amen. Amen. We'll see you guys next week.
1: See you.